0: I'm your host, Bonnie Wiscombe, and this is Burning Brightly, a podcast for moms of faith who are feeling called to share their light with the world, but wonder if they're prepared for the task. As a life coach, entrepreneur, and mom to a large family, I'm honored to be your guide as you face this exciting new phase and begin making your mark. This is where we help each other find the courage to shine. there. Welcome back to Burning Brightly. Last week, we talked about the idea of opposition in all things, meaning the fact that we will never be able to create a life full of joy and goodness without encountering some difficulty, some hard, sad things, and how this is actually a wonderful balance. So if you missed that episode, go listen. I think you're going to find it fascinating. But this week, I'm going to give you some concrete tips for managing the pain and discomfort that come with building a business or putting ourselves out into the world. Because like we discussed in episode three, that primitive brain will start shouting at us when we do unfamiliar or scary or seemingly painful things that will tell us to stop. And so we're gonna talk about managing that discomfort when it comes up for us. Now, I fully acknowledge there are an infinite number of negative and uncomfortable emotions that will come to the surface for us when we go on this amazing, miraculous entrepreneurial journey but we're just gonna tackle five of them today. And these five tend to be some of the most common that I hear from people that I coach, people that I help, and for myself personally as well. Those five that we're gonna learn how to manage the discomfort of today are insecurity, boredom, overwhelm, frustration, and confusion. So if you can relate to any of these or you think you might relate to any of these as you start building your business, you're in the right place. Now, all of these emotions come up for me, honestly, almost daily. And if you can learn some of the things that I have learned in how to embrace them versus pushing them away or escaping them, you will be well on your way to fulfilling your dreams, whatever you want to do, because you know how to embrace this negative emotion. Okay, first of all, though, I want to start off by talking about escaping emotions for a bit. Now, we know that humans are very emotional beings. It's one of the things that sets us apart from animals. We have a full array of emotions, just hundreds and hundreds of them, probably thousands And negative emotions, like I mentioned last week, feel kind of crummy inside our body. And that primitive brain wants us to get rid of them. Stop feeling badly, right? Let's fix this because it it might kill us if we just keep going like this. So the word we use as life coaches to describe any action we take to avoid emotion is called buffering. We use this word buffer to describe when we are creating a separation between us and boredom or frustration or confusion. And we do so by scrolling social media, by eating food we don't need, by sleeping unnecessarily, by zoning out in front of the TV, any number of things. Guaranteed, you know what your favorite buffers are. It might be your favorite Netflix series when you're supposed to be doing something else, or it might be, you know, all of a sudden you're on Instagram for 45 minutes, you're thinking, how did I even get here? That is buffering, because your body is feeling some sort of negative emotion and it's diving into something automatically to escape it. I want you to start noticing when you get an urge to do this buffering, okay? We can actually learn to sit with this urge and to acknowledge it and to just let it be instead of giving into it. That's what you have to do if you want to stop eliminating junk food. I very often compare building a business to getting in shape or losing weight because there's so many parallels. And one of them is the urge to just go eat ice cream every single day. It's probably an urge you're going to have to allow in your body and ignore if you don't want to be hugely overweight because ice cream every day is probably not great for anybody. Same thing with building a business. You are going to have to feel some of these urges to do things that escape you from that negative emotion and sit with them and just allow them. Now, not giving into these urges is akin to allowing a toddler to have a meltdown in the grocery store, on the floor, without giving that toddler candy. That's how I love to think about it because everyone knows giving into the ranting and raving toddler is the worst thing you can possibly do. It just reinforces the negative behavior. That is what we do every time we give into an urge. So just like a toddler, when we give in, we are reinforcing that urge and saying, oh, just show up and ask for ice cream and I'll give it to you. (laughs) We need to teach our brain that, no, you're going to show up and ask me for this. And I'm going to say, no, my rational brain is going to win here and I will just... Sit with it, let it run its course, and every time it will get easier and easier to allow those urges without giving in. Okay, so it's important to realize that for most of us, this desire to escape negative emotion is so ingrained that we do not even notice that we are buffering or that we are trying to escape the negative emotion until we tend to see negative outcome come from that, right? Like all of a sudden we've gained 20 pounds, we can't figure out why. Oh, then we realize we've been holding on to a lot of stress and in order to escape that stress, we eat or in in order to escape that stress, we stay up too late scrolling on social media and we're exhausted the next day. The trick is to acknowledge when we're buffering before we see some majorly negative consequences of it and stop it in its tracks. Now, one of the most incredible quotes that I really enjoy about mind management is by Viktor Frankl, the very famous author and concentration camp survivor. And he says this, between stimulus and response, there is a space In that space lies our freedom and power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our happiness. So what this means is that in order to find our greatest growth and happiness, we need to tap into our power to choose and stop being reactive, start being proactive. We need to elongate that space between stimulus, for example, I'm bored, and response, For example, I'm gonna hop on Instagram and scroll. All of our power lies in that space, but sometimes it's so non-existent that we just think I'm bored, Instagram, or I'm stressed, chocolate. By elongating that space, we allow our rational brain to step in and say, whoa, 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 this goes against what we're trying to do. We're not trying to scroll Instagram all day. We're not trying to eat chocolate all day long. Let's stop and acknowledge what's happening here. Okay, so in order to illustrate this example of elongating this space so that you can allow your rational brain power to choose, is, let's go with the chocolate example, locking the pantry and putting the key in an inconvenient spot. That would do it. That would make us pause and say, wait a minute, do I really want it bad enough to go walk upstairs and find it in my closet and then bring it down and unlock the pantry? Another example that I've tried before with the social media is hiding my social media apps in a random folder where I have to go search for it instead of it just being front and center on the, on the first page of my phone. So these hacks are things that our rational brain will help us discover in order to put it back in the driver's seat instead of just constantly and automatically going towards these buffering behaviors. Okay, so let's go back to the discomfort that building a business requires and talk about those five emotions that we're gonna encounter. So first one, insecurity. This is so common, especially for women and especially for women of faith. I just encounter it all the time. First things first. We must not forget that God is calling us to this thing. Even if you just kind of sort of feel like it's the right step for you, I promise you that God is leading you that direction. You don't need a heavenly manifestation to know that it is something that God wants you to do with your time and talents. So please remember that and then your insecurity becomes irrelevant because God has asked, of course you'll step up to the plate. We also like to think that promoting ourselves feels kind of icky. I hear this and see this a lot with women or that we can't possibly have enough talent or skill that someone would actually want what we're putting out into the world. The solution for insecurity, and frankly, all of the negative emotion we'll talk about in this episode, is to discover the thought that is causing it, hint, I just gave you a bunch, about I can't possibly have the talents, promoting myself as icky, et cetera, and then ask, so what? So what if that is true? So many times we have a negative thought, like I don't have enough talent, and we immediately want to run away. Or if we tell a friend or a loved one, they'll say, what are you talking about? Nonsense, you have tons of talent. But it still goes against what we're really thinking, and that is, I don't have enough talent, and we have to just take someone else's word for it. What if you just accepted it? You're right, I don't have a lot of talent. So what? Does that make my calling from God irrelevant? No. So what if you're promoting yourself feels a little icky? So what? If you are feeling called to do this thing, or even just curious to discover it, or to, look into it a little bit more, then you have everything you need to go out and get it. That's it. You don't need some magical boost of confidence. You don't need some magical hat that's gonna make you not insecure. Unfortunately, insecurity is just kind of part of the game, but you do need to question the thoughts that are causing it and not believe that they're true. Insecurity, honestly, has not ever fully gone away from me either, and I just don't expect it to. It does morph and kind of manifest itself in different ways as you progress along your entrepreneurial journey, so that's important to realize. It, it might lessen at times and then come back when you try to do something else, but just get comfortable with it. Acknowledge that, oh, this is what insecurity feels like, and then go out and build your business anyway. You do not have to feel 100% secure or even... secure to go out and do something scary. You can do it feeling completely insecure and just say, so what? Let's just try it. In fact, the power that comes from doing something that you don't feel qualified to do is unparalleled. It's pretty incredible. I challenge you to go try it. Okay, so number two negative emotion that we are going to feel when building a business is boredom. This might sound kind of counterintuitive, right? Especially you start adding something into your already busy life. You're thinking, how am I gonna feel bored? It's not a super obvious negative emotion, but here's the cold hard truth. Being an entrepreneur or your own boss involves doing lots of things that are lame and boring. Ask me how I know. Here's a few examples. Taxes. Okay, do we need any more examples? No, taxes are boring and lame. I'm sorry if you're a CPA, they're, they're boring. Legal structures, creating an LLC or an S corp or whatever, like creating your business in a way that's going to be legally solvent and protect your assets. That's boring to me. Choosing the right email service provider or another software, boring, (laughs) like all of these things are not things that spark my creativity and make me feel like, gee, I just can't wait to go out there and package my 4,000th product to send out to a customer. There are things that become routine, that become mundane, that become boring. Your journey will be chock full of tasks that do not feel inspiring or creative or magical. Do them anyway. I like to think that these boring tasks are the currency to creating the life of your dreams. I will happily sit and choose to decide between email service providers or package my millionth product to my customers if it means I get to build the business of my dreams, of course. Because in between all those boring things, there's going to be awesome bursts of creativity and magical amazingness, but it will not be all of it. There will be plenty of just regular old boring stuff. So don't feel like that means something has gone wrong. Side note, you will be able to outsource some of these boring things as you grow and get more capital to invest in your business, but just accept upfront that some of your tasks will always be lame. Even if you're a super successful CEO who makes millions of dollars, you will still have to do things you do not like and that are kind of boring, but have the integrity to do them anyway. Just set a timer, get it done, and then you can move on to the fun stuff. The third negative emotion we encounter in building a business is overwhelm. Shocker. In case you've forgotten, let me just tell you this. All emotions are choices. When we're not used to managing our mind, we believe that our emotions just come and go without our consent or control, but that's not true. We know from coaching that we can manage our mind and we can also manage our emotions. Overwhelm is actually one that I choose purposely not to feel very often. For me, it makes me very impatient and cranky, it makes me feel like I have to hustle all the time, and I do not make time for my family when I'm feeling overwhelmed. So when I feel it coming up, I get very intentional about my thoughts. I analyze them, I write them down, I get coaching from someone else if I need to, and I figure out how to flip that overwhelm on its head. So some common thoughts that I've noticed that cause overwhelm for me are, I'll never get all this done. There's very often an all or nothing kind of mentality, like, oh, all this to get done, I'll never do it or there's only one of me in this huge to-do list. I can't balance being a mom and building a business, it's too much. Or why did I sign up for all this? (laughs) And then once I've acknowledged the thoughts that are causing the overwhelm, then I get to work creating the thoughts that will take me out of it. And I personally think that overwhelm is very connected to a victim mentality. When I feel overwhelmed, it feels like everything is being done to me and I am not in control of everything and I really dislike that feeling. Instead, I wanna step into empowerment and choosing how to spend my time, my energy, everything I have to give to my business and my family. So instead of thinking I'll never get all this done or there's too much to do, I might think I don't have to get any of this done. What do I choose to do? Is there a deadline I'd really like to accomplish in my business? Is there something I'd really like to be present for in my family? I do that. Or instead of, there's only one of me, I might think, I can recruit help all around me. Is there something I can offload to my family or something that I can pay someone to outsource? Or instead of, why did I sign up for this? This was a terrible choice. I can remind myself, God called me to this business and he has faith in me, so why don't I? Let's go. So I want you to try some of those thoughts on or something similar that might sound true to you and then just step back into your power and out of that victim mindset of being overwhelmed. Okay, number four negative emotion that comes up during your entrepreneurial journey is frustration. I feel like if you're a mother, you're very, very familiar with this emotion. Frustration, I feel it on the daily. But in my business, this one comes up for me when things do not go as expected. So my main solution is to change my expectations because I very often cannot change reality when things are not going as expected. So I just change my expectations. Now I'm going to tell you a little story so you can see an example of how this worked for me once. I recently tried out a new software for my business that seemed amazing. Everything I read about it sounded like it was going to be able to allow me to combine three or four of my current software programs into one. So I wouldn't have to pay for all these separate ones. I'd just pay for one and be able to do it all under one roof. Things wouldn't have to communicate with each other. It just seemed so much more simple. So I signed up for it. I paid for a year in advance to the tune of about $1,500. And then I started playing with it and the software was kind of a wreck. There were bugs everywhere. It suddenly made my business tasks so much harder and more complicated. Every time I sat down to do something, it took me twice as long. Add on to that the learning curve that always comes with learning a new software. I was flooded with frustrating thoughts like, this wasn't supposed to be like this. This was supposed to make my life easier. I'm wasting so much time. I wanted this to be easy and this has just been a big catastrophic mistake. I even lost a few potential clients because my website wasn't working as expected when I launched something. So I was allowing myself to just drown in frustration over this software catastrophe. But I finally decided this, I can beat my head against the wall, or I can decide that this software trial was always supposed to happen like this. I had been thinking about using the software for a long time, so trying it out finally taught me that it was not the right one for me. There were too many bugs, too many issues. I decided that instead of expecting the software to be perfect, since it obviously wasn't, I could just expect it to be a train wreck and decide from there, do I want to invest the time in figuring it out despite the bugs or do I want to bail? I ended up deciding I didn't have time for the bugs, I bailed and I went back to my previous software. It wasn't my favorite experience, it was very frustrating, I felt like I wasted some time and energy, but I quickly learned that fighting against what is will only yield frustration and I did not want to sit in frustration in my business any longer. So I moved on and chose to think, well, that was a catastrophe, next project. (laughs) So that's the trick with frustration is just to stay in control of your own expectations since you cannot always control external circumstances. Fifth and final emotion that comes up when we build a business that we have to manage is confusion. Confusion and insecurity are hands down, the most common negative emotions that new business owners face. Insecurity comes from, I'm not ready for this. I don't have the talents for this. And confusion comes from, I just don't know how which is legit, right? You might not know anything about building a business, but it doesn't really matter because you can learn anything. The phrase I don't know is kind of a rallying cry for those first few months or even years of business or anytime you pivot and try something new. But try this thought on for size. You're not actually supposed to know how because you've never done it before. It's brand new, which is exciting and fun and you get to learn so much. Being anew becomes with lots of learning and how exciting for you that you get to develop something new a new talent, new skills, you get to grow in a way that you never have probably before. And you're gonna become a whole new person on the other side of this. It's pretty amazing when you think about it like that. So I personally have spent the last eight years building multiple businesses of different kinds and I have encountered confusion aplenty. But I have also learned so much that just thinking about it kind of makes my head spin. I know how to build a website on at least three different platforms. I know how to create email marketing funnels and automations. I know how to manufacture products internationally and domestically and then sell them on a retail website. I know how to pay taxes. It was boring, but I know how to do it. I know how to open a business banking account and set up an LLC. I know how to make and edit videos and podcasts and other marketing materials. It kind of blows my mind to think of all the things I've learned in the past eight years. And I want you to think about that future you who will also be so proud of all you've done and accomplished and learned. So do her a favor today and just acknowledge that the confusion means nothing. It just means you're new. Welcome to the club. Don't allow yourself to stay there. You can choose to be confused or you can choose to just decide and move forward. As a final thought to this episode, I wanna remind you that there's nothing wrong with any of these emotions. They're a normal part of the human experience. They don't feel great, but they will come and go allow them to be there, but do not indulge in them. Just process them. Indulging in emotion actually fuels inaction. It keeps you stuck and makes you not want to go anywhere and just spin. Processing emotion fuels progress. So move through these negative emotions, feel them, process them, and then get back to work. All right, friends, talk to you next time. Are you looking for even more wisdom and encouragement to burn brightly? Click the link in the show notes to download the free starter guide to building a business of your own or to schedule a free coaching call with me. And if you loved this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend who might be feeling the call to burn a little brighter. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week.